Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You are listening to the Game Global Podcast, hosted by Kieran Callum. <laughs> Best advice ever. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Game Global Podcast, hosted by me, Kieran Callum. As I've said once, twice, or thrice, this is the show that's here to give you some free tips, tools, and resources that you can use to smash your dating and your sexual goals. Now, today, got a very special guest who's been on here well, quite a few times in the past. This is Mr. Joe Elvin, aka the co-founder of Game Global. And what we're going to do today is we're going to basically break down some of our respective day game approaches. So you're going to hear the audio of us meeting women out and about on the street and us breaking down what we did effectively so that you can do it too. But um, also, 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 we have a sale on our Game Academy as well, which we'd like to speak to you guys about. But firstly, hello, Mr. Elvin. What's up? It's actually been a while since I've been on the podcast. You've had some yeah. very se- sexy and interesting guests since you last spoke to me. But none as sexy and interesting as you, Joe. You've been sorely Thank missed. Thank you. I noticed that you call all of your guests sexy and handsome I guess it helps them to open up and feel more comfortable talking to maybe maybe that's what I'm doing yeah yeah it's true isn't it yeah even when I'm talking to men I'm like an easy yeah, rapport building tactic <laughs> possibly but yeah I hear it I hear it in the guest voices where they're like oh oh my god thank you thank you <laughs> I'm glad you did it to me as well otherwise I would have felt left out mm. so I'm sorry yeah, if I've ruined so... that for future guests <laughs> mm. Yeah, now everybody knows my my dark secret, <laughs> my, my manipulative you tactic. <laughs> you know what? I don't mean it yeah. with any of them, but I do with you, you Joe. Like your yeah. bald head, your bald, That's your bald head, your pale complexion. Okay, everything yeah. about you is just amazing. But That's now, it. this is not a gay podcast. This is a very, very, very straight podcast about meeting women. Ergo, uh, as I said earlier, I think we, um, yeah, we have a sale on the Academy. So could you, would you like to explain that to the people who are listening? Yeah, so we're going to officially launch the sale on Game Academy on November 1st, uh, in the spirit of No Nut November. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I thought, you know, since you've got some very loyal listeners to the podcast who listen every week, we thought we'd uh, give them the chance to jump in first. So Game Academy, what it is, is pretty much our walkthrough guide where Kieran and I metaphorically take you by the hand and show you everything you need to know about learning games. There's loads of free advice guides on there, but we kept the, the juicy stuff behind the paywall there's actually the sort of footage that you're going to listen to on this podcast there's over five hours of that inside game, uh, game academy uh, we've also got lots of other stuff like all of your previous uh, zoom calls uh field reports got online dating guides all of this stuff okay and perhaps most importantly we've got our exclusive vip telegram community i like to call it like an accountability group, but in fairness, it's so much more. You get full access to Kieran and I to ask any questions. Okay, so normally to get a lifetime access to all of that, the top tier, it costs 300 English pounds. 
which is pretty good, I think, for lifetime access to Kieran and I. Uh, but until November 8th, we're going to make that for half price. You can get access to all of the footage, broken down like we're going to do on this podcast, plus your VIP Telegram group and so much more. Um, and that's you can learn more about that and take advantage of the half price sale. That's gamesglobal.net forward slash academy. Indeed. And you know what? That's, that's all I'm going to say about that for now. Mm. But yeah, so to the person who is listening, what you're going to hear today now is um, a sample of some of the day game audios in the academy. So something that we do have in the academy is audio footage of me and Joe out and about meeting women in, in the field, wherever the hell it is. We record ourselves speaking to them and then we actually break down what we did right, what we did wrong, and how you can use those lessons to benefit your own sexual adventures. So you're going to hear a couple of those today. Now, you're going to hear one of Joe's approaches and one of mine. And let's basically start with Joe's. So now oh, you're going to hear... Yours! Yours is amazing. Let's start with okay. yours. Five well, excuse me. Okay, I was we're blown away. Blown, I was blown away. away. Okay, awesome. Okay, so we're going to start with my approach. So now, listener, you're about to hear me speaking to a woman Kieran, in the coffee shop. You need to set Go. the scene. You need to set. Oh set yeah, okay, 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 okay. Apologies. <laughs> All right. So is what it, just so we're clear. I'm sitting in a coffee shop. I'm doing some work. Now, I see a woman who's uh, queuing. Yeah, she's she's queuing, trying to get a drink or whatever. And I look over and I see her look back at me. I was like, hmm. She looked at me. I was like, ha. And then I looked over again. She looked back at me. I was like, aha. I'm going to like get her attention. So I waved her over and then she came and she sat down. Now, this woman was a Romanian arm wrestler who I'm quite pleased to say I gave an arm wrestle and defeated quite easily. But, you know, neither here nor there. But she's a Romanian arm wrestler. She was really bold. She's very confident. Absolutely lovely personality. We actually kissed halfway through the date which well actually yeah this whole thing it was actually an instant day we sat and we spoke for about half an hour to 40 minutes and then I ended up like going for a walk with her as well but we kissed halfway through which I have to be honest and say was instigated by her you know I'd love to say that I was the man and I put it on her but she was like will you kiss me and then actually we ended up doing that but yeah, she's a lovely person, bubbly personality, and you're about to hear it right now. And then afterwards, me and Joe are going to speak about why it was so awesome. So here you go. I am good, and how are you? Can I sit with you here to have a chat? I'm what? meeting someone here on the... What would you like to chat about? I like your face. Really? Yeah. Thank you. He was doing like this. Well, yeah, because you were looking at me. So, no, maybe I look like this. You were looking here. Oh, no. I saw your face. Your face was looking here. It's like that one. You are a dancer? A dancer? No. But thank you. Thank you you for the compliments. You look like this. Hmm. Wow. Sorry to wait. Uh, no, I am not a dancer. You do gym. I try to look after myself. Although I'm doing a lot of yoga now. Really? Yeah, yeah. 
trying to be flexible. I wouldn't say I'm flexible now, but the goal is to be flexible. As some, hello. So I'm from Birmingham. Where are you from? You're Italian. Birmingham, no. No. Bulgaria. No. Greece. No. I have no idea. It's better. Hmm? It's better. <laughs> I'm gonna show you. Here you go. You're quite brave. Do you do this all the time? You walk around coffee shops and then just start approaching random men? No, no, no. No? No, I'm just coming from here. I'm not going out from the room. Just You're an arm wrestler? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You're an arm wrestler? So I'm not going to stay around to find people. I don't care about men. I need so people this is around. you? No. How mm. can be this me? I don't know. Why are you going this? I'm curious. No. This is, this is the my name. Mm. Um. So, is this your job, like you're living? No. Mm? no. Okay, I'm a writer. You are a writer? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. You make books, you mean? Yes. Right, wow. you, you see this and you think I don't have a brain. Thank you. No, 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 it's not about this. Huh? No, 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 no. You think I'm doing this, you think I don't have a brain, you know, look. <laughs> so it's the thing. Arm wrestler. Yeah. Never in my life have I ever met an arm wrestler. I ever. know. Whoa. It's in Google, like this. Mm. All right, no, so. No, I'm not like so it's not like, it's not like, I'm not saying you find people. I just came from the school here, I'm coming to, to apply for study finance. Mm. Alright, do you have Instagram? Alright, well... But why don't people use Instagram? Because... I don't know why. You don't like what? You don't like Instagram or yeah, you don't Instagram. like... Instagram. No? You look, you know, from where you look like? Wow. Brazil. Me? Yeah, like, Brazil. Yeah, like... Brazil. Why are you so confident? Colombia. Why are you so confident? What's going on? It's all arm wrestling. No, I'm confident because this is I need to be. Need to be. Wow. Mm. It's so wrong to be confident. It's no, it's great, but most women are very lucky. Mm. I don't care. I, about I, 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 am little, I am little girl. No, oh, she's am so cute. Girl. I'm a man. You didn't see? <laughs> Actually, now I mentioned, I do see a little bulge in your trousers. Actually, there's a bulge, so maybe maybe I have bulge. <laughs> I have to admit, right? If you do have a bulge, this conversation can't go any further. I know. What is that? I said, if you have a bulge, what is bulge? Bulge, a lump. I don't have men. If you, if there's a lump in your trousers, no, man. I'm just saying, this conversation ends nice. here. Because I'm a woman. Can you Oh. Can so, you believe this is a woman? That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I would be lying if I said that that wasn't a very attractive picture. No. I would be lying. How old are you? I am 30. How old are you? 31. Yeah. 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 
I like the thing you are writing. Yeah. My life is a very right. big story. So come on, let's swap beaters. Huh? Let's swap beaters. Give me your food. Oh, I no. I prefer to eat wheat. To eat? Eat it. Edibles. Huh? Edibles. What is that? You know when you you eat the weed. Eat it. You eat the wheat? Mm. There's a way to do it. Is there a way to, to eat that one? Uh-huh. Would you like me to show you? Yeah, sure. I mean, I can't show you now. <laughs> so we would have to meet up one day. Yeah. Have, I don't know. You could even call it a date. You want to have a date with me? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Are you ready? Like now? No. <laughs> I got stuff to do right now. I'm going to go to put lips at 3.30. You're going to what? Fill up. Oh, yeah. Three weeks, I can't kiss. Two weeks. So we can't kiss then? Yeah. I have to find other things to do. Two weeks. I have to find other things to do. Yeah. What else can you do to show affection with someone when you can't kiss them? I can't kiss. I don't have a clue. So hold on. You can't kiss yeah. after 2.30? 3.30. 3.30. So then that gives us two options. <laughs> Number one, we don't kiss until after two weeks. Or number two, we kiss before three thirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good, I know. Yeah, like what else do we do? What you do here? Writing. Actually, I'll tell you. Actually, I, want, I can pay you to read for me book. Really? Yeah. How do you know I'm a good writer? I don't know, I'm just saying. I mean, I, I, am, I, am, I am an excellent writer. Don't, don't get it I don't know to put on the paper, but I'm very good to save the story. Mm. Oh, I, by the way, I, finish, I don't finish my life and I don't finish my story. You haven't finished your life? Man, I don't think I can find something more nice than that. I mean, like, my, my life was very, very hard. Like, I mean, like I tell you, that's choking. My mom died three years ago. My dad died when I was 16. My ex-boyfriend lied to me. My ex-boyfriend beat me, my dad beat me, I mean, all my life was shit. And I say no one is touching me in this country, I beat three guys. They <laughs> made them smash their faces, man. It's like this, like this, one, two, and he say, give me, do I deserve you, Do you, do you like martial arts or anything? No, man. You're just violent? I just, why you need to lie? Why people need to lie? Why when a man showing you my heart and you show to me what? You think I don't feel you? I leave you like this, I let you to get in love and I fuck you up after that. I mean like my dear. Hold on. I let you get in love and then I fuck you up. Yeah, but if you lie to me, if me I'm open with you, why you need mm. to lie to me? And me I feel you lie to me. Because me I have experience of the life and you have a shit. You don't have any life. Mm. Until you meet me. I mean that person wants you. It's good you have arrived, but you see, I feel it. So now I'm feeling slightly intimidated. Don't be. I don't want you to mess with my emotions, make me fall in love, and then fuck me. What kind of man. way is that to treat someone? If you lie to me, maybe, yeah? Hmm? But then the flip Why side, you, like you better not Can lie to me. me? Hmm? Can you kiss me? Can I kiss you? Yeah. I do is have the ability the... to kiss you, yes. <laughs> I have that ability, yes, that is true. Can you stay up? The question is, will I... Stop looking at my arms. My eyes are here. Can you stay up? My eyes are here. I know, I see you. Okay? Yeah, but you're looking here. 
I like the tattoos. You yeah, but, 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 I'm, I'm not I'm here. Afraid. No, here. My eye is here. So you're saying, can I kiss you? Yes, the answer is yes, I can kiss you. But the question you're really asking is, will I kiss you? Yeah, you don't kiss me. You will not kiss no, me. No, I'll kiss you. Yeah. Mm. You need, you need. <laughs> Good. Mm. Wow, that's the fastest I've ever kissed someone. <laughs> No, it's actually not. No, it's not. Yeah, actually. Yeah. No, 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 it's not. It's actually totally Many not. Many look good, man. But I don't know how it's... You know, some people, they, 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 they don't do legs on the gym. Man. They're stupid. They're mm. making from half up. Mm. But me, I have from half up. Right. I need to see some more pictures of you. What? Sexy one moment. Surprise me. Oh, my God. Surprise me. I have the book again. Huh? I have the book. Mm. Facebook, huh? Why not? Oh, she's calling me, man. The woman, she was trying to call me and I come for nothing in this area. By meeting her. You can look for yourself, too. Mmm, photos. Mmm, mmm. Black man. <laughs> nice to meet you, Kikirian. You are very nice. I want nice. to make now one tattoo man. But what to make? I don't have to make. You know, when I look at you, when I look at you, I say, Oh my god, this guy is making very beautiful babies. This is what I say in my mind. You want my babies? No, I say. <laughs> that, that's, that's what I'm hearing. You want my babies. Okay, where's the sexy stuff? The sexy stuff, I don't have one. You must have one or two, come on. Look, yeah. Look, this is my colleague. Mm. Hey, I'm not interested in your colleague. This one. Your, your colleague looks lovely, but... Uh, let me see if you want sexy. Mm. I'm gonna go. I sent to my boss to, from that time. What do you do? I'm gonna, I'm gonna apply for study finance. I'm not gonna do anything. I don't want to do anything. I don't have food mm. to live. Mm. Have, I don't have reason to live. I don't know why I live. Mm. I'm telling you, I need someone to write this for me until I die. You know what I mean? This one, um, it's us. We like. <laughs> well, this is what I am saying to you, and this is just the truth. I mean, it's just massage. This is just the truth. That one is massage. Okay, but this is the truth. Yeah. This is the truth. I had a girlfriend. You have? I had a girlfriend oh. for a few years. Yeah. She always made me give her massages. Made you? Yeah, she was like, give me a massage, give me a massage, give me a massage, like every day, all the time. Point is this, though. I gave her so many massages that I became very good at giving massages. Now, if I ever lay you down on my bed, take your clothes off and rub oil over your body, just a massage. Yeah. We're talking a massage, yeah. right? Your neck, your shoulders, your Man, back, I feel it, all the way down, yeah. right over your butt, 
your legs, your calves, and your feet all the way back up. If I actually massage you, you will Why is love it. Awesome? <laughs> you will absolutely love it. You will. That is the truth. I am very confident in my ability to give a fantastic massage. You will completely feel like a goddess. But that if I get horny, what If you get horny, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know what to say. This is, I can't leave me like I this. I don't know what to say. <laughs> you can't leave me like this, you know that? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> what I'm gonna do if I, okay okay so what let's 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 take this right back to the start um you said you you waved her over to you um so what i like about this is you're just assuming rapport yeah so i think a lot of guys who are sort of new to this sort of thing they are filled with worries about oh what if she doesn't like me what if this goes badly what if she has a boyfriend all these negative thoughts yeah whereas you the way you do it it's immediate like you're assuming that she's gonna like you of course she wants to talk to you you know um she sits down and what do you want to talk about and then you know it's just assuming report man I, I really thought that was fantastic. And then no, you wrapped that up even more because you accused her of like staring at you while she was in the queue. I don't know if she was or not, but... No, but I mean, yeah. she totally was. Like, she, she, she totally was. Something I'll say is, for me, and I'm sure for most guys, it's very rare for me to actually see a woman like staring at me. Like, usually, even if women actually do like the look at me, they, you know, they avert their gaze or whatever. So it's rare for me to actually have a woman actively staring at me. But those times when it does happen, I know one trillion percent, like, okay, this woman is totally into me and I have to say hello. And that's exactly what was going on right there. But also, it's interesting what you said about assuming rapport as well, because, yeah, I guess, I guess that is what I do. But I, I've been doing it for so long that I've kind of forgotten about it now. It's something I've learned is, actually, this was kind of when it started back in the day when I would be, like, when I first started online dating years ago, and I might get a girl on the phone, and then I just realised that if when I got the girl on the phone, I just dove right in immediately, they would absolutely just love it, you know, rather than, like, feeling it out and taking time and, you know, tentatively seeing, are we going to build something up, blah, 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 just throw yourself in. And then I've kind of taken that interaction into, sorry, that mindset into my dating interactions in general, because I realized it works so well. And I was like, well, if it works so well over the phone, I should be just doing that in general anyway. So, yeah, it's interesting that you said that because I kind of forgot that I was doing it. You see what I mean? It's for a lot of people, naturals, if you want to call them that. Like, it's just part of their personality, right? For, like, a confident guy who's got, you know, who thinks he's the shit, like, you just assume that that people want to be your friend, mm. right? Mm. I, to mm. be honest, like, since living, and perhaps you're going to learn this as well, uh, since living in Asia, like, people are just friendly, you know? 
So, of course, I assume that people are going to be friendly because fucking everyone's friendly to me anyway. Um, but and if you if you assume that it's normally it normally comes true, right? Because I believe that most people they are, you know they're friendly once they can trust someone, you know. So. Well, yeah, actually, this is a very good point, and to the person who's listening, like really pay attention to this point I'm about to say because when I realised this, this kind of hit me for six. The majority of the people who you think are stuck up, arrogant or arseholes or are like too good to speak to you, they're actually just shy. The majority. So if there's 10 people who you think have this weird attitude, like they just don't want to talk and they seem standoffish and unapproachable, eight of those 10 people are just shy and they they don't know how to do it. I mean, they don't know how to express themselves uh, properly. A phrase I learned was that Shy people and cunts look the same from the outside, usually. Shy people don't usually look like, oh, I'm shy and I'm, I'm just a shy person. Like, they don't usually look like that. They usually, that shyness, it's like, even though they're shy, they don't want to necessarily look like they're beneath anyone. So they're shy, yet trying to give themselves some kind of status, which then gives them this like arrogant air of, I don't want to talk to you. And the point I'm making is that if you actually just dive in and throw yourself in, you'll find that most people will actually have their barriers completely smashed because they're actually just shy anyway. And they're really glad that you did the thing that they were too scared to do. Also, beautiful women are actually some of the nicest people. Like, like if you suck at a game and you're repelling them, then obviously they're going to be really mean to you. But, like, if you have some sort of, like, social acuity, then actually That's they're the just being, you know, for. yeah, like, then mm. they are going to be polite. Even if they have a boyfriend or something, they're not going to be mean. Like, they're just going to be like, oh, like, you know, because they are socially savvy themselves, they are confident themselves, so they know how to deal with, you know, social situations such as a guy coming up to them, right? So I think a lot of people who are unfortunate enough not to be in the company of beautiful women a lot, they, they assume that these girls are, like, stuck up and bitchy, but, but actually when, <laughs> when they learn to trust the people they're around, they're actually so, like, lovely. Compared to, like, how can I say this? Compared to, like, the less genetically gifted women, they're the ones who are mean for the reason that you said, yeah? Because they, they have, like, an ego about it, you know? They, they, they want to build themselves up by being, oh, I, I shot down some guy today, you know, that sort of thing. So mm. people are nice. <laughs> mm. uh, and when you assume that, they're more likely to be nice. And was there anything else that you gleaned, garnered, gathered from that approach? Well, well, yeah, of course. Like the introduction, the reason that she was loving it straight away is it's fun, it's different, you're a confident guy. And yeah, like you established an instant rapport. Um, the next thing that I noticed was that you kind of gave us some space to chase you. So <laughs> she said that she was an arm wrestler. Yeah. Now I know that you would have immediately thought that was awesome. <laughs> 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 there is no way that you wouldn't have. The way you were just like, you just let you just gave us some space 
to cross the cross up to you. So you were like an arm wrestler. She's like, yes. And then you said it again, an arm wrestler. Yeah. And that's all it needs. It's to, and that just creates like some, some space for her to like justify herself to you. Yeah. Whereas like most guys would have just immediately like been like, oh my God, that's so amazing. That's the coolest thing I've heard all day. Yeah. Mm. You didn't do that. Right, mm. you, you create some space, and also, and I thought this one was particularly a bit more risky when you were like, uh, uh, do you go around looking for guys to talk to you all the time? Mm. Yeah, that was like that was like quite a strong push, uh, but mm. you, you did it. There was probably a look on your face, right, and the tone in your voice that you could tell you was kidding. But these, mm. these little pushes. Game works so much better when it's the girls chasing your approval. And then perhaps, I don't know if, again, if that was conscious or something, but that's definitely what that created, for sure. Mm-hmm. See, um, no, it wasn't to be... You know, the thing is, you know, and like, you know, they say it's like an old martial arts kind of uh, mentality where it's like you practice the kick so many times that you actually forget yeah. that you practiced it. So it's yeah. like, no, it's, I mean, I'm sure years ago that was something I did consciously, but now yeah. it's just like an ingrained thing, if you know what I mean. For sure. But we'll break it down perhaps for the beginners because it's kind yeah. of like a certain, like learning these sorts of things. It's like, yeah, I 100% agree with you. Like you start off like as conscious, unconsciously incompetent. Then you learn that you suck. So you're consciously incompetent. Then mm. you start to, you know, you, you listen to resources like this. You become consciously competent. We're like, mm. okay, now I'm doing the qualifying. Now I'm doing the, the stuff that Joey's breaking down. But then you, you go full circle on the clock face and you become like unconsciously, yeah, unconsciously competent. competent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so exactly. We're just being pickup nerds for the sake of this podcast. But for sure, that's probably what that did achieve. But I agree, you know, it like probably that, was an unconsciously competent on your behalf. That is, that is it, because you know what the truth is? It's like, when I say, when I say if I have a date with a girl, I don't have any scripts in my head anymore. I actually just wing the whole thing. And the reason why I wing the whole thing is because I've reached this point of unconscious competence where I kind, I basically just know what I'm doing. So it's like, okay, so it's, okay, so she's, subconsciously, I'm like, okay, so I've got enough attraction now, now I can reveal a story about myself, or, you know, I'm going to keep the energy light and bubbly and blah, blah, blah. I'm kind of doing all these things, but I'm doing them subconsciously, but I don't consciously have to be there actively planning how I'm going to navigate the scenario. It's just, I've been there so many times that I kind of just know what I need to do in order to get from where I am to where I want to be, if you follow yeah, I think that's what everyone wants, right? But you have to mm. you have to put the reps in in the first place. Otherwise, yeah. you don't really understand what's going on. Mm, yeah. mm, mm. All right. Uh, anything else? Well, yeah. So once... I mean, some people would call this an indirect approach, right? Mm. Even though there was... This interaction, it was like subtly flirtatious, almost from the very beginning. Like, you didn't really do any like statements of intent, like bold, this is what I want. 
That's true. Until until you started joking about her having a, a bulge. <laughs> um, and then you said, if you have a bulge, this conversation can't go any further, right? And even that is like somewhat subtle and ambiguous. But that was the first, that was the first time that was five minutes in, you know? Mm. Before that, it was definitely flirtatious. But I guess this is a good example of how you can be you know, flirtatious without stating your intent, right? A lot of a lot of the approaches I do, I'm I'm saying it right at the start, and probably that in the in the footage we'll see after this one, like you'll see an example. But this is another example, a different example of it's kind of a like a spontaneous in a way, and it's only after five minutes. Once you've qualified her, once she's explained herself to you that's when you start to ramp up the flirting yeah and then really quickly it goes into talking about kissing talking about going on a date and you're completely shameless about that which is amazing talking about massages and here's the thing like when you're escalating you need to start really really small like you did but then if she keeps giving you the yes signals which she did you can ramp up really really quickly and that, that's how you're mm. about kissing up so quickly as well Mm, mm. So it's a great example yeah. listen back if you need to listeners it starts off kind of slow but it goes up quick 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 and then she's just she's just completely there for it the whole time it was it was it was a masterpiece i loved it <laughs> <laughs> you know what thank you mr elvin thank you gosh a masterpiece <laughs> lord of mercy thank you thank you thank you all right well you've made me feel really good so now now dear listener to the guy in Tokyo or the guy in Buenos Aires. We're now going to listen to one of Joe's approaches. So three... Yeah. One two, last thing on yours, one. by the way. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Sorry, oh, yeah. After you, you like, also a, a part of game, this is why I really wanted to mention this, a part of game that a lot of guys ignore is building comfort as well, right? So it's all mm. well and good being like, Mr. Confident, Mr. Flirtatious, Mr. Emotional Spikes, you know? But, you know, you also took the time to actually get to know her as she was. And she was actually comfortable enough with you to reveal a bunch of stuff about her past and stuff. And, yeah, so I, I really wanted to point that out because I think that's a lot. That's a part of people's game that a lot of people are missing as well. Oh, you know what? Well, it's funny you say that because literally the last episode of this podcast, I mean, I gave you a very clickbaity title, which is something like friend zone men are better than a lot of PUAs. And... It's all about the fact that a guy who's in the friend zone, as we classically think of the friend zone, which is a girl, she absolutely loves you. You're a best friend. If you died, she'd be distraught, but she doesn't want your dick to go anywhere near her. Well, he's actually doing a lot of things right. Because as you said, there's attraction and there's comfort. And the quintessential friend zone man, he just has loads of comfort, but no attraction. But even though we would laugh at that guy and think he's a loser, we can't. He's not doing everything wrong at all. He just needs to make a few tweaks. Whereas something that happens to loads of guys once they start like getting into this world is once you're somewhere between beginner slash intermediate, you kind of know what you're doing. And you know enough to go out to a club and make everyone think you're really cool and make girls think you're a cool and confident guy. But because you have no comfort with them they don't trust you at all and fundamentally you're not actually having sex with any of these girls but it just looks like you're cool on the outside so yeah 
building comfort is incredibly important and to be fair I don't even really like the phrase building comfort because it just means like getting to know someone and giving a shit about them that's really all it means it's like you know I actually care about you what makes you happy or oh my god this is who I really am here is my niece my niece is awesome that kind of stuff but anyway for anyone who's curious about comfort building literally the last episode of this podcast is all about that so go back and have a listen but yeah, so now, Joe, can you just give us a little bit of a um, backstory, yeah, for this approach that we're about to hear? So uh, I'm currently in Jakarta, Indonesia. Um, so this must have been, this approach is from August. It's another one that we have inside the Game Academy. Uh, I want to say this is pretty much the first day game approach that I did, you know, since the virus struck the world, right? I was kind of sticking to online dating. I had like a, a couple of girls that I met from there and I wasn't really doing a lot of approaches. But I decided, you know, I was hearing from a lot of people inside our groups that they were giving it a go and it was going okay. And girls really aren't as scared of men approaching them as you would think. So I, I saw this girl, she was kind of, she was sat down inside a restaurant but it was like super close to like the rest of the, the the mall she was she had a friend but her friend went to go and buy something so that's when I did the approach so the reason I've, I chose this one for the podcast is um to demonstrate how to deal with like potential uh pandemic nerves from the girl and also how to deal with the friend uh because I feel like a lot of guys, especially if they're new to doing day game, they're really intimidated by approaching a girl in a group, even if it's just with one other friend. Uh, but the thing is, a lot of pretty girls, you know, that they're normally hanging out. It's rare. <laughs> it's reasonably rare that they're hanging out on their own, you know. So that's why I wanted to, to deal with mm. this one. And, and it's a new one, which we haven't released for free before. So that's why. All right, cool. All right, then. So here we go, listener. Have a happy stuff, a good listen. Excuse me. Do you speak English? Yes, I do. Oh, good. Yeah. I'll make uh, you. I'll have to go in like two minutes. But uh, I saw you just just now, and I thought you looked very nice. Oh, thank you. So I thought I should tell you. Oh, oh right. thank you. You're nice too. Thank you. Yeah. I live here. I love your country. Uh, what's your name? Joe. Joe. Yes. Okay, I'm Chia. Yeah. This is your sister. Uh, no, this is my ex coworker. Ex coworker. So we were working in Bali. Yeah, and yeah. you got fired. But uh, something happened, so I have to move to Jakarta. <laughs> you want to have a seat, maybe? Uh, Are you in a rush? Well, 
Not really. What is this place? I'm kind of hungry. I bought this. What is that? I don't really know. But it looked tasty. It's like kalapot? Indonesian traditional snacks, I guess. I don't want to intrude on you <laughs> and your ex co worker. Hello. Hello. I thought your friend looked very glamorous. Uh, yes, please. She is. Oh, there you go. Approved. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so can I ask what is what are you doing what brought you here here yeah you said you had to come here um yeah just to chill with her oh yeah you said you made that sound a lot more dramatic like something happened and now something I have happened to... yes I mean we, we both work in Bali but yeah. then because of COVID-19 so our work contracts uh, have been suspended so yeah. we're gonna have to move to our hometown yeah so you look like maybe you work as some sort of fashion person, but you look like you're on like the front line curing people. <laughs> Are you working in Indonesia? I work on the internet oh. as a writer. Oh wow! Well. I, I, oh well, that's nice. We're here. Yeah, I send a party. Oh, I'll send a party. Well, that's where I live. I just work from my house. Wow. So you, you live around send a party, Huh? Uh, near uh, Lapanan Blokes. You do? Know? <laughs> Would you like my address? Then you, uh, there's a nice bush you can hide in. Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I know Senopati area. Yeah. I like it. Uh, I used to like it because there was lots of cafes and parties. Yeah. yeah. Now I like it because there's no people. I know that. <laughs> it's oh very safe. God. But they're still open? It, they reopened. Yeah. Maybe we can go there sometime. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you the grand tour. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you from? England. England. You heard of it? <laughs> I know that, but I've never been there though. Uh, uh, <laughs> Maybe someday. All of the guys there are very polite and charming, like Prince Harry. Ah. Said that. <laughs> I see you bought the same. I don't even know what it is. I... You wanna? Do you wanna get my verdict? Where did you buy that? Here? Yeah. Ah. So, I work in my... I live in like a Red Doors. Ah, I see. So, I like to get out and just yeah. try weird food and just get out of the fucking office. <laughs> I know that. You understand? It must be really bored there. I amuse myself with my own writing. <laughs> so good. Uh, I used to be like super safe as far as the virus. Super now, safe? Yeah, like really safe. Wow. You'd be amazing. proud of me. You'd be proud of me, frontline worker. <laughs> but I don't know. It's been so long now. Yeah. It's nice to be outside. Pretty girls. Awesome. <laughs> Go to Bali. <laughs> so, it's interesting. It's my best friend, he is going to uh, fly to Bali. From? London. London, yeah. On the very first day that he's allowed. And he wants to live there. He's got like a 12-month visa. Um, we're going to get a big yeah. Airbnb, throw parties together. Wow, yeah. And like, he hates it in England. Like, imagine COVID, but also you're in England. Ugh. Yeah, Gross. I know that. So, but I don't know. But it's still been though. Like, you can't even travel anywhere 
for international flights is still banned to Indonesia. Until yeah. September 11, it's open. That's when he's coming. Amazing. Perfect. Yeah, maybe. But I don't know. He doesn't believe in the virus. He thinks it's like a hoax. <laughs> so he wants to like throw parties and stuff. And I've seen like um, the post on Facebook. Like people like loads of boulets getting together and like meditating and stuff and everyone's like, Shame on yeah, you, shame yeah. including me, I'm like, shame on you, giving us a That's crazy. Ah. <laughs> um, has she been looking after herself? She's safe. She's safe to hang out with. She's craving to meet me, so I'm here for her. Oh no. Okay, I'm gonna go then. I'm gonna go then. That's okay. I'm gonna go then. We crave we crave for each other. That is adorable. Because of COVID-19, um, it was hard for me to go back to Jakarta because you need to, you know, like uh, PCR test and stuff for what is that? COVID-19 test, something like that. Oh. You need to do that before you take the travel anywhere. So you know, like a lot of Russians just even to travel domestic. That's crazy. Your eyes go really big when you tell like serious story. Yeah, because that's just cute. what happened to me. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Alright. Okay. Uh, we can swap. You have Instagram? Yes, I do. You want me? I, I don't, not connected to the Wi Fi. Oh, it wasn't okay. working. I tried to get on the Starbucks Wi Fi. Okay, you want to mine? How long do you stay? Me, I'm. October? You need a grand tour or maybe, a party. Or maybe until the rest of the year. <laughs> it depends. Up in the air. It exactly depends on my company there. Like, yeah, my workplace. So, what's your workplace name? Shall I type? Yeah. Ask me not to run away with oh, it. Oh, dang. Friend. I forgot that my Instagram is here. <laughs> so, I first came to Jakarta last year and I made loads of friends. So my plan was to stay here actually for like as long as possible. And, and then? And then it was just like, well, you have to stay, so fuck you. <laughs> so that's that's what immigration said. This is me, Joe Elvin. Shall I follow? Yeah, cool. Right. Okay. Can I see? Who are you? You're so mysterious. Who are you? I can't read that. Oh, hotels. Yeah, I work for the Westin. I noticed that most uh, Indonesian girls, they, their Instagram is just their face. Here's my face, and then here's my face somewhere else. I wanted to see if you, <laughs> I wanted to see if you were one of those girls. It's like you have interests other than your face. So you it's mine. <laughs> I uh, also have my own LinkedIn. Like, if you if you have like professional. Oh yeah. yeah. You wanna you wanna be you wanna be my <laughs> assistant. Wow. We can run the tours together. But you need to have like enthusiasm for Jakarta. You have sounds like you hate it here. That's what makes my tours of Center Party the best. Enthusiasm. Yeah. Uh, I'm super busy the next couple of days, but I'll text you. Maybe we can organise. Yeah. I know the places that do the best uh, salads. Where is that? There. The Center Party. Okay. Like the home of healthy food. Oh, this. oh, healthy food. <laughs> See, he likes it. 
smiley eyes and I was like oh I have to buy something now this <laughs> yeah let's see I always yeah I always want to learn about Indonesian food I'm very stuck in my ways for your kids for your mum lifestyle as well, yeah? Yeah. Too late. 
too late. It's, it's done. Those days are gone. <laughs> you had your chance. Because my heart belongs to Bali. Oh yeah? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just because I love Bali. My heart belongs to Jakarta. Oh. Also, do you like Jakarta? Yeah, I know. Yeah? Yeah, look how surprised. Wow. Yeah, I get that a lot. <laughs> Literally, people, when they see how much I like it here, they're like, why aren't you in Bali? Have you even been to Bali? Yeah. It's, it's like 10 times better. Yeah. Uh, no, me and my friend, we used to throw like pub crawls. Yeah. And like, we had a house with a swimming pool. We threw like pool parties in like Kamang. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, what do you love about Jakarta? The, the people. The traffic. The people. <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> You've been to Bali, right? Yeah. You've been to Bali, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The people, people in Bali are so much friendly, more yeah. friendly yeah. than the ones here in Jakarta. Yeah. And why do you think they are much nicer? Because of me. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. I bet you're mean to most people. <laughs> no denial. No denial. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. And the food. Indonesian food, people, clubs, I made friends here. They had to, they got deported, but you know, never mind. Still <laughs> wow. representing. Yeah. Yeah. I just do one on one pub crawls now, so. <laughs> but Bali is so much nicer because so many beaches there and you can surfing, you can go surfing, yeah. hiking. Maybe my friend will talk me into visiting him. Water sports, I love it. You like water sports? I love it. Yeah. Snorkeling, scuba diving. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> In Gilly, I did it. Oh yeah, me too. But it's only snorkeling. I did that. Too. Cool. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Alright. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. go now. Alright. I'll, I'll text you later. Yeah, no worries. Right. Take, Take care. care. Okay, so the first thing that I've noticed about this, Joe, is. I've noticed that you do this in Asia, and I don't know if you realize that you're doing it, but it's very important that you do. You make your English very easy for them to understand. So when you were speaking to her, when you first said hello, you didn't speak to her the way you're speaking to me, whereas you're just as naturally assuming that I'll know every freaking word you're saying because we're both English. You were like, hello, I saw you and I thought you looked very glamorous. And you're deliberately making everything very structured and very easy to interpret so she doesn't get lost. And that, that's a very, very, yeah, it's very important. I mean, I do that a lot when I'm, say, messaging women from other countries. I don't use any slang whatsoever. I use the Queen's English. I, <clears throat> I don't tell any jokes or I keep them very minimal. I get to the point because I know if English is her second language, she's going to be struggling to understand me. You know, she's basically going to be struggling to understand. So you did that. That was very good. Very, very, very good. And then you also use the time constraint as well, which is I have to go in a few minutes. I personally say something like, can I speak to you for 2.25 minutes or something like that? But that's very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Something about the specificity of like 2.25 minutes, it usually makes them laugh. But that, that's very, very, very good though. Because the person who's listening is, you walk up to some woman and she doesn't really know who you are. She doesn't know if you're cool. She doesn't know anything. Actually, let me go back a step. So as men, we look 
look at a hot woman and we're like, oh, she's hot, great, we're interested. But women need to know a lot more about you to know whether or not they're interested in you. And a lot of the things that they need to know about you to know whether or not they're interested, they can't necessarily get all of that just from looking at you. Sometimes they can, but often they can't. So they would need to actually see some personalities. That means then that when you're there speaking to them or when you've just said hello, they're usually not completely sold on you as a person. So when Joe uses that time constraint, you know, can I, well, I've only got a few minutes, so, you know, I can't speak to you for that long. What that's implying to her is, okay, well, even if he's a weirdo or even if it's awkward or whatever, it won't necessarily last for that long. So you're taking out a lot of the potential, what's the word? Stress, you know, like the pressure from the situation. And then what else? Yeah. Is what I would add to that is that mm. I would almost always do that if she is sat down or if she's waiting for someone. Yeah, if she's in a position where she can't leave herself, so she's like, she's going to feel stuck. And the reason I do it then is because, yeah, she might feel trapped, like, oh, there's no way of getting out. She might stay for an hour, you know, or something like that. Whereas if she's mm. like if she's in a position where she could easily leave, like she's shopping or something, then I wouldn't necessarily have to do that. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's something that's important to do when she's sat down and she's waiting for someone and she can't, you know, escape. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do something quite similar as well, where like, let's say if there's a woman from online or what have you, and I want to get her on the phone, which is a great way of building comfort prior to meeting in person. I'll usually say, hey, we'll have a quick five or 10 minute call. Now that five or 10 minute call usually turns into half an hour to an hour. But of course, that's once we're on the phone and she's having a great time. But I'm not going to pitch it as that because if I do, then she'd be like, whoa, yeah. I'm talking to me. Mm. So you yeah. pitch it as five to 10 minutes. And then when you're there, she has a great time and she ends up talking for an hour. Yeah. Or even on a date, mm. you're like, oh, we'll just go for a quick coffee and then knowing you you end up again spending hours together taking a home or something but you're not going to pitch that you know yeah yeah exactly 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 and you were cracking jokes from the start you know you she said about her job and then you said oh you, you know you got fired from your job and then she said where you're from and you're like from England you know have you heard of it which is ridiculous because of course she's heard of England everyone has but you know you're just cracking jokes and when people are scared in social situations, they tend not to tell jokes because I don't know if you've noticed this, but telling a joke socially, there's a lot of people that attribute a lot of risk to it because it's like, you know, you tell the joke and then does the joke land? If the joke lands, you're great. But if the joke doesn't land, you're a loser. And a lot of people don't want to be that loser. So a lot of people are scared of telling jokes, especially with new people. But the freeness and the confidence that allows you to do that, well, number one, you're, it creates a good vibe. And then number two, if you're free and you're just enjoying yourself, these jokes are probably going to be quite funny. And then as a result, you're just kind of flowing and flowing and flowing and you're in that vibe with the girl. Whereas if you weren't as comfortable and then you were more in your own head and you're like, oh, no, I'm not going to do that because I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to risk being weird or awkward or what have you, then the whole thing would have been just less enjoyable for her and less enjoyable for you as well, if you see what I mean. I think my mo- my main goal when I'm talking to girl is to amuse myself. 
right? Mm. And then if if you do that often, like they fall into your frame and they find, you know, perhaps you kind of funny. <laughs> and it also helps to uh, diffuse tension as well. Like humor is one of the best tools for uh, making something less awkward. Mm. Mm. And another thing I would say as well, actually, is if you tell a joke and it doesn't work, don't worry, just keep moving. So in this uh, day game clip, when you said about her getting fired from her job, she didn't actually pick up on that. So like that went over her head. Now, in the past, I would have gone, oh, no, you know, I said this joke and it wasn't funny. Oh, no. And then I act weird. And she's like, oh, my God, why is he acting weird? I don't want to be around this. And other guys would probably do the same thing. You just, like, kind of keep moving. You just really keep moving. People have got short memories. So it's like, let's say you say a joke and the joke is absolutely dumb, stupid. It's ridiculous. Okay, that's only, like, what, five seconds of a conversation. Just keep it moving keep it moving you know you say something else and in 20 35 40 seconds they've forgotten all about that silly joke you know but it's, it's when we actually anyway yeah it is it is it is it's the vibe it is the vibe which then actually brings me to the next one which is it's very laid back and casual this whole thing was incredibly laid back and incredibly casual and you know i really like the way that you kept the friend involved now you slightly tease the friend a little bit too much, which could have blown up in your face. But fundamentally, it's laid back and it's casual. And you didn't do what most guys would do, which I would have done back in the day. And I'm sure you would have done back in the day as well, which is there's two women. I like her. So I'm just going to talk to her. And hopefully her friend is going to sit there, keep her mouth shut and just allow me to speak to her friend. But it doesn't really work like that because women aren't like guys. If me and you were out at a, a bar or a discotheque and some girl came up to you and started talking to you, I would actually just shut up because I'm a man and I'm like, well, I'm just going to leave Joe to do his thing. But girls, they tend to get jealous in situations like that. And they're also like, hold on, you're out with me. How can you be out with me and then ditching me for some guy that you don't know? What kind of friend are you? That's the kind of thing that happens. So we counterbalance that by actually bringing the friend into it so the friend actually feels involved and then truth be told it's not even really about jealousy because like you're trying to pick up the friend of you know you're trying to pick up the one girl but all the other girl wants is to feel seen and heard and if she feels seen and heard it's totally fine for you to pick up a friend you know so yeah i couldn't even really say it's like pure jealousy it's more like just don't ignore me but either way that's not what you did you kept the friend involved so then the girl that you're speaking to doesn't have to feel guilty about enjoying a conversation with you which is what would happen like if you just if you just spoke to her and ignored her friend then your girl even if she loved you would be in the back of her mind thinking oh gosh um but so and so doesn't look too happy oh and then you're gonna make her feel guilty you know yeah nailed it I even offered yeah. to leave a couple of times because I didn't want to interrupt their lunch date, you know? And she's like, no, mm. no, no, stay. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Another and thing I like... Liked... Guilty is exactly the, the right word. Yeah. For how the, yeah, 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 guilty. Yeah, yeah. You have to make it as easy as possible for the woman you like to, uh, to be able to talk to you, basically. You have to make it as easy and guilt-free as possible in any way. Now, what else? Oh, yeah. 
Today is another one. Cold reading and making assumptions. I mean, we speak about this a lot, but you made assumptions about the women, well, the woman you're speaking to. You look like a fashion person. Your eyes go really big when you tell serious stories. Now, this is good for a couple of reasons. Number one, if you're, if you're with some woman and there's like a lull in a conversation, a lull in a conversation is a really good place to either say something about you so she like has an extra bit of information to you know become attracted to you by or to say something that you see in her and women just really like to be psychoanalyzed I don't know if you've noticed that but they just like it when somebody kind of like sees them for who they are so like oh what I'm a fashion person why why do you think I'm a fashion person what is it about me oh my god my eyes go really big do they really you know it gives them in general like that yeah yeah it's true people in general is the thing because it, it amazes me how many guys don't really kind of get this because we think oh she's hot i'd have sex with her so we kind of take that she's hot i'd have sex with her mentality into the whole thing where even though on a deep level we know that we're not supposed to just see her as a sex object we kind of do so then as a result we're not really trying to get to know them at all you know so like to say you look like a fashion person it's like the guy most guys will be looking at is looking at some woman it's they're not even really considering what sort of person it is that they're talking to like a lot of guys say to me like oh what can i talk about what can i talk about and then i'll say something like well Firstly, there's an infinite number of things that you can talk about based on what you can smell. Like, I don't know, do you smell hot dogs in the air? Is there a certain song that's playing that you love or hate? What can you see around you? But then secondly, like, look at the girl. Like, what do you see about the girl? Is she wearing bright red Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz shoes? Now, is she? Do those shoes remind you of the Wizard of Oz? Then you could call her Dorothy. Is she dressed like she's literally just come from a CrossFit class? Okay. Is she dressed like she's just come from the bank? You know, like there's so many things that you could ask. Like, does she have incredibly curly hair? Like hair that's so bloody curly. It's like the curliest hair you've ever seen in your life. You can speak about that. There's like a lot of stuff that you could talk about if you actually just pay attention to the person that you stood in front of, you know? So, yeah. And uh, what else? What else did I admire about this? Filling silences with statements, yeah, we all said that. But yeah, 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 filling, si- filling a silence with a statement about yourself is really good. So, you know, you said something about you used to be super safe despite the virus. Like, personally, what I'll do is, if there's a silence, I'll be like, oh, so I've been working on my book today. And the reason I say that is because they're going to go, what? This muscular black man's a writer? Oh. Like, I do that very deliberately. I do that very deliberately. Rock book, children. This muscular black man writes children's books, huh? Like, <laughs> is it very deliberately? You're too strong to write. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah, like you see how, how like shocked that woman was. Like, what? You write? Like, yes, I do. You know, I have a brain as well. Mm, anyway, and uh, yeah, something you do as well. You make lots of little subtle. D, uh, DHV statements, dis, uh, demonstrations of high value, for instance. Oh, yeah, I came to Jakarta last year and I made loads of friends. 
you know, just a little casual thing, little casual thing, but you're letting her know that the people of Jakarta, the people of her city, accept <laughs> you. You know, that's very interesting. Like, you're from Jakarta, right? I came to Jakarta, and the people of Jakarta welcomed me with open arms. So it's not even just that you're the weird person who thinks I'm funny. Everybody thinks I'm funny, and everybody in Jakarta likes me, even though I'm Mr. White Man. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I think, mm, I think just just one last thing to say. Um, mm. In England, anyway, and some other cultures, it's considered like rude to just randomly tell someone something about yourself. Like the mm. polite thing to do, apparently, is just to ask questions, ask questions, ask questions, and then someone will like you. And maybe that's true on a friendship level. I don't even know if that's true, but like just interview mode actually is really really boring for a lot of people because they're just answering the same questions they've answered a hundred times better i think the more interesting to to just shamelessly tell um them something about you right and then uh, that's more unique for them a lot of the time it's more interesting for them as long as you balance it by asking some questions and then you're, you're good to go really so yeah if there's a gap in the conversation just <laughs> randomly say something about yourself Sometimes I'll say something like, I love gado gado, which is like my favorite Indonesian food. I'll just say it. If there's a silence, like, hey, guess what? I love gado gado. Yeah. Gado gado. Oh, that does actually sound tasty. Yeah. There you go. Mm. Oh, and then there's a big thing as well. So after you swapped details, you didn't run off immediately. Now, women don't like it when you do that at all. They really don't. I remember years ago, and this was years ago. This is such a long time ago. I was doing promotions for some club. Well, it was a bar, actually, but basically standing on the street, handing out flyers, whatever. And then I got talking to two Asian girls, like Indian girls, and I ended up spending the night with them. Like I, At the end of my shift, I went to a club with them. I was hanging out with them. I was with them for at least two hours or so, or maybe even three. At the end of the night, I said, hey, you know, can I get your numbers? And they were like, oh, we see you just want our numbers like that. And then I ended up getting pissed off and I just left without getting their numbers. Where looking back, I probably could have. Yeah, this was years ago. I didn't know what the hell I was doing back then. But looking (laughs) back. So this is what happened. It's like in that moment, they're like, oh, so this guy just wants our number. So they're thinking, oh, so the whole night, everything was just a smokescreen so you could get our details. That's kind of what they were thinking. Now, if that happened today, I believe I still would have gotten their details. Like they probably would have gave them to me. But they, the point is they did actually think that. Whereas what I actually should have done was at some point during the night, whipped out my phone and said hey you know put your number in and then they do that and then we just go back to having fun women don't like it when it feels like the reason that you approached them was to get the number so then like you approach them you get the number and then once you've got what you want you then turn around and leave and you made a point of not doing that in your approach you hung around after you got the details yeah, a good way to naturally do it, perhaps the most effective way, is you suggest something that you, the two of you are going to do in the future. And then when she says, yeah, that sounds like a good idea, 
then you ask for the you know contact details because how else are you going to arrange it if you don't have the contact details? So I've found that's a natural way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like you said, you just move on to something else straight away. The longer you spend with the person, the more that they're going to get to know you and trust you, the more likely they're actually going to come out. So that's mm. something that's key to remember. Oh, actually, that's a very good point to make, actually, because when you approach some woman, it's like you want to get the hell out of there as quickly as possible to, you know, so that you don't risk messing it up. But the truth that's is what, that... How they, a lot of people feel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that's what I mean, yeah. But the less time you spend with her, the less likely she will be to respond when you message her. It's like, the less time you spend with her, the less she gets to know you. The less she gets to know you, the less comfortable she feels around you. And then the less comfortable she feels around you, the less likely she will be to respond when you hit her up. And even though it might sound intimidating, scary, whatever, fundamentally, it's like in an ideal world, I say this to guys I coach the whole all the time ideally when you approach a woman you want to spend as much time with with her as possible like even take her on an instant date there and then even like take her home if you can that's the ideal the ideal isn't to walk up to her speak to her for 30 seconds get her number and then you know go home because that number's likely to be very flaky you want to spend as much time with her as possible so that there's enough of some sort of bond slash connection that she actually will give a crap when you reach out to her. You know? And if, I think if there's one weakness with the set that we just listened to, is that maybe mm. I could have hung out with that girl more. She was kind of hinting that her friend was going to leave and I didn't really pick up on that. Um, mm. there, yeah, I, I would, didn't want to be like to intrude on her friend that she hadn't seen in a while and... Um, I did actually end up going on a date with her a few days later, but you know there there was potential to maybe hang out for a longer time, maybe. And it's it's always a good idea if you have time to do that, of course. And she has time. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Just to you know, tag onto everything I'm saying is like, obviously, you can't always spend you know hours and hours with a girl, and obviously, sometimes she's leaving somewhere and you're leaving somewhere. Fine, fine, fine. But the point is, the absolute ideal is to spend as much time with her as possible. It's not to just get a number and then run away and be like, oh, yes, I got a number. That's, I mean, if you, well, actually, having said that, if you're so new to this that you're absolutely terrified in these situations and just spending enough time to get someone's number is all you can do without hyperventilating and then shivering. And I don't even mean that to take take the mic. Like, if that's actually where you're at, then fine. That's where you're at. Slowly build yourself up and crawl and walk before you run. But the ultimate goal is to spend as much time with the woman as possible. But if you're not there yet, then you're not there yet. No big deal. Actually, having said that, in our Facebook group, someone put up a comment saying that, what was a post, actually? He approached a girl and... I forget exactly what happened, but I'm paraphrasing. He approached a girl, he said hello, he complimented her. She wasn't really that into it. And then he turned around and ran off and he's like, oh my God, I can't believe I did it. I can't believe I did it. You know, I feel so scared. I feel terrified. I feel nervous, blah, blah, blah. And then I actually said to that guy, hey, like you're doing absolutely fantastic. So what I want you to do now is 
for the next couple of weeks, just walk up to women and just give them like a little compliment and walk away. Just, just focus on that. Walk up to them, say you love their shoes, say you like their hair, you know, smile, and then get comfortable doing that and then slowly build yourself up. You don't have to dive in at the deep end immediately because it will overwhelm you. Yeah, and, and then the way to get better, because a lot if you're new to it and you're nervous approaching girls, you're gonna be <laughs> you're gonna be nervous throughout the whole time, and you're just gonna be like, "When's it? When's it over?" <laughs> mm. I'm laughing that that used to be me, yeah. Um, but what what you want to do is you want to challenge yourself to just just stay in one minute longer than what makes you comfortable, right? And to to ask, just ask for the contact details, even if you're not sure whether she'll say yes or not, yeah. And just get used to doing that. And then the more you do it, the more comfortable you become and the longer you'll be able to stay in without feeling nervous. Yeah. And, uh, you know, w- what you've heard in the podcast today, Kieran and I have been doing this for quite a few years now. So, mm. you know, that it's become, we've become unconsciously okay. <laughs> <laughs> we've been quite good. <laughs> Unconsciously average. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> But yeah. you know what you said about asking for the contact details? That's a big one as well, because I speak to a lot of guys who don't do this. They'll be in a situation where like, maybe it's going well, maybe it isn't really going well, but they don't ask for the details because they don't want to get rejected. But the thing is, I think Wayne Gretzky or someone, he said, you miss 100% of the shots you never take. And that's very true. So let's say you're with a woman and let's say, if I, if I was to like freeze time, you're with some girl and I freeze time and I say to you, what is the percentage of you getting her number if you ask right now? Even if you say, okay, I think the percentage is 3%, that's still a chance. It's like, if you don't ask, then it's zero. You know, if you do ask, okay, 3%. So if you don't, if you ask her and she doesn't give it to you, like, fine. But what if she does? Like, what if she does? And here's a weird thing as well. There's so many girls out there who, when they like you, they kind of, they get defensive. Like, we want to believe that when a girl likes you, she's going to be all smiles and open and warm radiance and blah, blah, blah. But there's actually quite a few girls who, when they like a guy, will actually get bitchy. In fact, there's a frigging girl who I've seen in the past who's literally like that. It's like, she liked me so much, but due to whatever the hell was going on with her, she couldn't show it at all. So she basically just treated me like she hated me. It's like a shit test after shit test after shit test. And, you know, I don't like the way you dance. My God, you smell weird. Like, not a single positive thing, except for the fact that she'd be like, okay, so where are you? I'm coming around, blah, 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 blah. But point is, most guys would meet her and they'd be like, oh my God, I'm not asking her for it details because she doesn't like me at all but she actually does she doesn't have to show it now she's an extreme example but there's loads of girls who if they like a guy will get shy and get a bit insular and then because they're shy and insular as we said earlier shy people and cunts kind of look the same so then they get shy and insular they look like a cunt to you and you're like oh no it's not going well so i'm not gonna ask for the details when really the girls inside kind of hoping that you will pull her out of her shell by doing something like asking for her details this is most common in like Eastern Europe, like Ukraine, Russia, even Poland, right? The girls there are like ice queens, right? Like they'll just be, com- <laughs> they'll be completely mean to you, 
up until the moment like they sleep with you, right? And luckily, that's when they kind of like melt and they absolutely adore you and they're so feminine and lovely. But until that moment, they're just complete icy bitch, uh, lovely, feminine, gorgeous, beautiful ice queens. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I've said this before to you, like the only <laughs> indicator of interest you need is that she is still there, right? So if, you know, you had a conversation, she had the opportunity to leave, but she didn't. Don't leave without asking, like, oh, okay, then bye, because she wasn't giving you enough, right? And a lot of guys, even when the girls are being nice and friendly, they because they've grown up, you know, they don't have so much self-esteem, they're not used to girls liking them, they will leave without asking for the contact details, even when the girl is showing indicators of interest, because the guy, he doesn't assume rapport, like we said at the start of the podcast, right? He assumes that all girls will hate him. A lot of guys that come to, you know, ask for coaching, they, they start from this position, right? And we need to, to slap it out of them and, and show that it's proved. Yeah. So for sure, a lot of guys who I've like winged with in the past in London or whatever, I've heard their conversation and they do this. It's, I'm like, I'm listening and I'm like, oh, it's going really, really well. And then they leave without asking for the interaction. Yeah. And a couple of times I've like, Go, go chase after her and ask. Yeah, because they, they, they don't see it themselves, right? So this is why it's just to ask, because you, you, don't, you might not even know that the girl actually really likes you. So, yeah. Exactly. Exactly, exactly. So I believe this is a good place to end the episode, Mr. Elvin. I do believe. So thank you for your time. That's another thing I always say to my guests. I always say thank you for your time. You know, I, I feel appreciated. Oh, wait, yeah, no, okay, thank you for inviting me. That's what a guest, that's what a polite guest would say, right? And it's <laughs> what you should say as well, because I did invite you. That's right. <laughs> mm. But yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, you're going to be back again next week as well. So thank you to the person who's listening. And yeah, we have our 50% off um, Game Academy sale gameglobal.net forward slash academy there's tons of um approaches like these that you can listen not only listen to but we've written articles underneath them as well that break down what went well what went right we're right now in the process of adding lots and lots and lots of online dating examples of from open to close if you've been following my exploits over facebook or on telegram you'll see that i've been posting loads of these interactions with really beautiful women where i have gone from initially messaging them to actually ending up on a date with them or more well we're adding all of that stuff there with breakdowns of exactly what worked, why certain things were said, why certain things weren't said, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, check out our academy. Have yourselves an absolutely lovely day. I believe Joe has something he wanted to say. I just had an intake of breath. Yeah, no? just, I, I always enjoy the podcast. Uh, the website is gameglobal.net forward slash academy. And there's actually some free preview videos on that page. So you can have a, like a, a teaser of, of what's involved. And there's, there's lots of guides in there that are actually free to view as well. So. Yeah. Well, Joe, you should be on more often. I keep saying that to you and um, to the person who's listening. So I don't say it is nearly often enough and it's to my detriment, to be honest. But the, the, Every week, the numbers for this podcast grow. So you guys are clearly enjoying it, which is great. And that's fantastic. 
if you really like the value that me and Joe and other people are providing uh, through this podcast every week, could you do me a favor and whatever is your favorite podcast provider, whether that's Spotify or Apple or whatever, could you please leave us a five-star review? Because that will help massively. What basically happens is the more people that rate a podcast, the more that podcast climbs the rankings and then the more let's say apple will know that they should promote that podcast to other people so all you would need to do is just like literally click you know write a little review one sentence nice little five star review and then you're actually helping without even paying me a penny so if you could do that it would be wonderful it would be amazing and uh, me and joe will love you long time like the women used to say in vietnam <laughs> in the war in the day mm. very long time as well you know, there'll be no rush. It won't be, we're not going to watch the clock. We're not going to watch the clock. It will be like a no rush, relaxed service. So there you go. But yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, thank you everyone and goodbye. Yo, 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 this is Kieran. And if you feel inspired by everything you just heard, but not quite where you want to be with women, I can help. What you need to do is go to calendly.com forward slash Kieran Callum to book in a free breakthrough session with me. We will speak about where you are right now, what you're dealing with, what you're struggling with and how to get you from where you are to where you want to be. Calendly.com forward slash C-I-A-R-A-N-C-A-L-L-A-M. Take it easy. Goodbye, listeners. <laughs> Thank you.